It's our favorite time of this episode, the beer segment, where we talk about we talk about each other's refried bean breath. Also, <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, this is one from the uh, archives. We tested some beers from our uh, one of our friends from the show, Mister Bobby Pond, brought us some beers back from the Seattle, Washington area, and we wanted to drink them uh, before they expired. So we did it all in one night. <laughs> piece of beer, a lot of stories, and an Uber ride home. Either way, check us out. This Good times. is the uh our beer reviews for this week. Cheers. <laughs> As he dips, I dip, we dip. <laughs> Thanks, Freak Nasty. Uh so we've got another uh beer for your Pack Northwest. This is from the Pacific Brewing and Malting Company which I dig the label, dig the name. Uh, the Potomac Citra Pale Ale. So, I, just going on a limb here, uh, This I, I expect some citrus out of this, if you're going to call it Citra Pale Ale. Mm-hmm. Right? Fair enough? Uh, yeah, going through, I mean, I get... I get malt sweetness out of the nose. I get a lot of, I get a lot of like, mango... Sweet mango. I don't see I'm missing the fruit. I get that in the taste. Oh my goodness. Um I get blueberries. Blueberries? Yes. It's delicious. Maybe it's because I had blueberry, you'll play. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I did not. Um He eats that while he watches the Gilmore girls. <laughs> uh this is really interesting. Yeah, I get I, yeah, a, I can I, see the blue I can see the blueberry in that. I mean it's, it's not like it's not like a like, like not like a you know the uh, there was a slow brewing company had their blueberry pale ale and it was like blueberry wheat ale or something and it was like over the top, you know blueberry, blueberry flavoring. But yeah. this is really subtle, um, man. Really, this is really interesting. So uh, yeah, we if we run through that AATMF, um, the appearance, the aroma, taste, mouth feel, and finish. These are great five five quick things, quick hitters that you can take to uh, the next time you're at a party or the next time you're out around the cooler at work. Whatever the case may be, um, yeah, this has got a. It's, you could tell it's been gently filtered. A little bit of haze still on it. Mm. Um, real, you know, I'm getting a straw-like uh, color out of the head, which is interesting. Straw, pale yellow. The head has um, not had. The head has not stuck around very long. No, it did not. I, I've had to agitate it a few times just to get to see how it holds up. But called him a jerk. Got him real agitated. This um, I can't shake the blueberry thing now, man. Yeah, you're welcome. It's uh, not. I don't. I want to be very clear. I don't find it out of place here. It just no, no, no. It it definitely matches some of that citrus. When you the, my very first sip was very bright and very juicy and very very fruit essence. It, it's you know when you open up like a fruit a prepackaged fruit salad, mm-hmm. you know fresh fruit, but you get all that. You get it, you're getting honeydew. You're getting watermelon, strawberries, everything in there. Yeah. That's the, the the aroma I got out of this. Um, 
So it's, I mean, in, in, in a, but not like a, not in a, not, not in fake fruit. Not in a, this is not like you know added sugars. It's is uh, this is real deal fruit they've added. You could tell, uh, but it's yeah the. This is uh, this is hands down out of all the ones we've tried from Seattle so far. This is my favorite. This is awesome. My favorite thing about this beer is the malt finish uh, feels perfect. It does not finish overly sweet like fruit sweet. Nope. It does not finish overly dry or bitter. It has a, just a hint of dryness to it. Yeah, it's that. It's a like a toasty bready malt uh, that kind of plays out with this. Yeah, I mean this is six percent pale. You know, it's a pale ale. It's one of the easiest beers. To, to make and the, to do, and it's easy to mess up as well. So the, the, they have have a nice, uh, gentle hand with the fruit content. The drying of it is delicious. Um, really good, I think. Yeah, I'm finding this beer quite delightful. It's also a single hop beer, which is pretty cool. Is it? Yeah, that's what I'm looking on the, the old website, uh, pacificbrewingandmalting.com. Wow. Check it out. Tell them Sports Meets Beer sent you. Um, but yeah, the, the Potomac Citra Pale, it's really delicious. I think this is, um, in a, you know, reading more through, you get strong citrus, tropical tones of grapefruit, melon, lime, and passion fruit. So there we go. I don't get the lime and passion fruit as much, but that's probably covered up by my noting of the blueberries. I, I this is awesome. Great beer. I would order this, I would order this again and again. Brad's, uh, Brad's really thinking hard. It's, uh, I think my favorite thing about this beer is that, you know, a lot of times like with these, with our Northern California pails and IPAs, a lot of this high fruit, um, like these big fruit smells will always come along with like that term that I've always loved my whole life. Dank. Dankiness. And this doesn't really have any of that. No. And I think that it's a, it's not that I dislike the actual, the actual uh, attribute of being danky. I just wish that there was a different word for it, I guess. But like, <laughs> it's not that I dislike it, but I just think that it's a sort of a welcome respite from what we're so used to when we have such fruit forward pails or IPAs. What? what, what? Oh, just laughing at uh, a comment we had made on or a post we put on Facebook. Our friends, the fabulous Frickle Brothers, just simply wrote, no. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I think it's the best. Uh, well,. It's delicious. Should we uh, open another? I say let's open another one. Let's let's stick with Washington. We've had this I mean, we tremendous well. success. Well, one out of three is yeah, none, none of them more super offensive. We're in three thirty three, I guess. We're all stars. <laughs> there we go. Uh, this is the Ecliptic Brewing Orbiter IPA. Ah, is this the same Ecliptic Brewing Company that's based out of Portland, Oregon? It is indeed. It is the same ecliptic brewing company that I think we saw the kids from Toy Story drinking out of. Because based on the label here, it Buzz, it Buzz Lightyear brought this to the house. <laughs> oh man, it's a cool label. It's if you like uh, like old space, you know, forties and fifties space time movies. Area Fifty One. Yes, this will get this. Plan Nine from Outer Space. Um. Yeah, this is interesting. You know, we we have we've been trying to shy away from IPAs. I feel like. It's just it seems inevitable you were going to come across a few, but um, yeah, this is interesting. It's it's a seven point four, seventy five IBU IPA. Um, it's not uncommon. It's not too too high of uh, bitterness or ABV. Um, yeah, this is this is interesting. Um, you know, going going through the the atom. Uh, you go through everything, and it, um, you know, 
I don't like the way it smells. Yeah, it thanks. Um <laughs> it's Sorry, I, I was getting there, but Sorry. oh I man, just, I, could, I couldn't hold back. It's uh, yeah, it's got it's it's you know I use the term gently filtered, and what I'm trying to express is that you've got a little bit of translucency in the in the glass, but not much clarity. So with that, you know, you kind of you can lead your own conclusion. I what I expect out of that is I translate directly to a little bit of mouthfeel, how that's going to taste uh, overall, but. This, you know, the carbonation does not seem to be holding up at all. It does smell a little funny. Ooh, I get, um... It smells like they filtered it through a sock. <laughs> Are you talking like that on purpose? <laughs> because I am a robot from the ecliptic <laughs> brewing world. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I can't It's been speak. through a space sock. Uh... It's got like a weird, almost vanilla, a bis- like a vanilla biscuity. You know when you like an animal cracker that's been that's stale, and it's soft when you eat it. That's what this tastes like to me. Yeah, yeah, it does. I try not to make a habit of eating soft animal cookies. Oh God, yeah, like when I like, <laughs> as I have a an infant in the house. Well, they, when they get to a point where they're starting to eat solid foods and they get like the teething cookies. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, the biscuits. It smells yeah. like the teething biscuit, man. Just friggin' funk and butt neck and like, Ugh. oh, God. Sorry, man. I can't, even get, I can't even I'm, really get past it. Yeah. Past it. Um, yeah. It has. It tells you it's got caramel malt character. I, You know, I can't get past the, the offensive aroma. Um, I'm not even... This might be a first. I'm not even going to finish the review. I'm not going over this thing anymore. I'm done. <laughs> I already poured it out. It's dead to me. I can't even. Yeah, man. So are you looking forward to that other ecliptic brewing in your hand, another bottle? Imperial Mango IPA. <laughs> Imperial <laughs> Butthole IPA. Oh, all right. Let Let's me... not form any opinions just yet. Okay. To, but. To infinity and beyond. <laughs> How about this? I dumped the dump bucket glass back into the glass that had that beer in it. Just try and just cipher the whole thing out. <laughs> All right. Just stick Man. with me. I'm bearing with you. Uh, okay. There we go. All right. <laughs> All right. Whew. All right. We survived. We got through it together. All right. I'm getting up. I'm walking over to you. <laughs> <laughs> My sound effects. Um, yeah, this is... Uh, so, just so you know, the guy who started this brewery started Deschutes, for, made recipes for Black Butte Porter, Mirror Pond, Jubilee, and Obsidian Stout, which those are all solid beers. Um, this is definitely a very psychedelic label. Holy moly. Um, as I'm taking a photo for our... Social media, if you haven't checked those out yet, please do. Facebook, social, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Gmail, all the usuals. Um, so this, Fourth Orbit, Mango Imperial IPA. That already is kind of like a little bit of a conundrum in itself, the name. Because usually you don't, I don't think Imperial and Mango in the same sentence. Because Imperial generally means nice, bold, big, big... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> already, already done. Shake. You are literally seventeen feet away from me, and you're shaking your head no. 
It's already done. First of all, I'm 12 feet away from you. I'm 12. <laughs> it's 12 feet. Uh, that's the first thing. I built a goddamn table. Yeah. Uh, this smells like a <laughs> this smells like a fucking balloon. A popped balloon got left in a car in the middle of summer. <laughs> Just fucking latexy and weird. Like I don't know what the hell this is. I to your point though, that head is super frothy. Super frothy. Look how long that thing's holding up there. Well, not only that, but it's I mean it's got some interesting. It's it's dense. It is a dense. <laughs> oh, oh man! Um, all right, I'm gonna taste it. it We're gonna film and Louise it, buddy. I'm going in with you. But hold I do on, not hold like on. Let me let me face. let me let me talk through this. All right. Um, very dense, thick head. This it's so much so that when you tip the liquid back, the head slides back, and the liquid come out like underneath, like a Guinness would. Um, so that's interesting that you're able to get that is amazing th- that much of of uh, CO two to work with this beer in that um the latex description was 100 percent accurate um it tastes like rotten mangoes to me it's it's like a condom that was used but not finished in <laughs> <laughs> what a condom that was used but not finished i know into. what you mean but how does how that i don't wouldn't expect that to taste like anything uh what do you do? What do you do with your condoms when you're done? I went to Catholic school. Apparently, nothing because I got three goddamn kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, this has got the strong mango, and then just it goes a little sour, and it just it's off t- it's off putting. Um, oh I, God, yeah, it's like giving me the shivers just even tasting it. Yeah, this is not. Um... I'm dubbing it out. I'm dubbing it out. <laughs> like a train wreck i couldn't stop Ugh. tasting it yeah it's it's it definitely it holds it holds on eight percent seventy percent ibu um it's just then the thing this is their anniversary release like this is a special question beer for them going back into the annals of sports meets beer history pulling from one of our earliest episodes would you rather drink this or the e4040 e4040 what about the, remember the uh, ones from uh, the East Coast? Not the East Coast, it was, uh, or from like Michigan that I brought. Find them at a bottle shop. I'm like, hey, let's try these. Or the Watermelon Dorado. That's one of the worst reviewed beers we've ever had. This is not as bad as Watermelon Dorado, but it's a close second. It's there on the same plane. They're on the same planet. An interplanet. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm going to say this, uh, ecliptic, nice try. Uh, You should have your dick clipped. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say we maybe shouldn't tag them in this social media. They probably not won't like the review we're giving them. Hey man, we're hard hitting. All right. We're hard hitting. Yeah, man. (laughs) Um, if you want to really, if you really want to, um, Pick them apart. You want to look at their food menu? Oh, man. Do you like having your balls kicked in by somebody with steel-toed shoes on? Then you're going to love this love yeah. this beer. That's how we... Dude, I can't even get rid of the... I got to dump our dump glasses out. This, I can, it's just the, I can the, still taste it for the sure. The vapors are in the air right now. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I'm going to dump our glasses out. Hold on. Sports Meets Beer podcast is brought to you by Advanced Auto Glass and Detail. 
Advanced Auto Glass and Detail is committed to providing you with the highest quality premium glass products and a professional installation by certified technicians. They are experienced in every aspect of glass replacement or repair, offering factory replacement or a premium aftermarket upgrade. They even deal with those annoying windshield rock chips that show up out of nowhere. They offer free local mobile service and offer a full warranty on all workmanship for as long as you own your vehicle. And across the street at Advanced Detail, they specialize in cars, trucks, vans, RVs, boats, show cars, trailers, and more. They are a full-service auto detailing shop, offering exterior wash, polish and wax, interior vacuum, shampoo, trim detail, and even smoke and odor removal. Water spot and scratch removal, paintless dent repair, it's all available at Advanced Auto Glass and Detail. Advanced Auto Glass, look for the purple building at 2460 Santa Rosa Avenue. And right across the street is Advanced Auto Detail at 2549 Santa Rosa Avenue. Advanced Auto Glass, 707-526-5700. Advanced Auto Detail, 707-526-2200. Let Advanced Auto Glass in Detail take care of all of your automotive needs. Well, the uh, the beer in front of us right now is from another one out of our collection. Some beers brought to us uh, from the great state of washington seattle mainly uh buddy of ours buddy of the show uh bobby pond uh, ran up to seattle for the holidays grabbed a bunch of beer for us and this is the end result uh what we've got in front of us now is a beer from double mountain brewing company uh brewery and tap room in the hood river oregon area um this is a cool label uh, i think it speaks to the reggae folk if you will uh this is the hop lion not to be confused with snoop lion that Snoop Lion's gone. He's back to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, but that's the point. This beer is fresh and new, not like Snoop Lion, which is... Old know, and tired? Old and tired. Um, Yeah, the... You know, I, I, I do dive in a little early instead of the uh, t- standard review here. Um, so I'm not disappointed in the liquid. That's great. Um, the the AATMF, the uh, Appearance, Aroma, Taste, Mouthfeel, Finish of this beer... Um, we go through, we've got um, really nice clarity. Um, it's been felt, filtered well. Um, carbonation seems to be holding up in the head, which is nice. Nice, bright white lacing. Um, so that's always a good, it's very appealing to the eye. Um, the aroma on this, however, you know, I try not to get, read the descriptor on their website as much. Um, I don't want to get bamboozled into thinking something that's not. Uh, but this is... Um, it's it's bready and and malty in the nose, which yes. is is re- unique for an IPA, yes. at least for a West Count a West Coast IPA. So that's that's interesting. Um, diving into this thing, taste wise, you know, you go. It does the the bread carries over. I mean, this is a, a this is a loafy beer IPA. Um, you are tasting bread throughout, super bready. You know, if you are, uh, yeah, if you are going carb free, don't drink this beer because it tastes like bread. Um, yeah. But you know, it's one of those things where I can see where they're going with this. They're coming, they're coming forward with a, a malt forward IPA. Um, traditionally, those you know, West Coast, that's more of an East Coast thing. On the West Coast, anything that's a malt forward IPA doesn't, you know, doesn't usually merit a success. Um, this is interesting, though. It's got some some subtleties to it as it's been sitting on you know on my palate the taste is there it, it's like i said it's it's bready it's all those things um 
mouthfeel wise, really nice, really smooth. Um, they've got it seems like their water content's perfect because their balance of it on the pH, like on on your palate, how how it kind of surfs along your tongue instead of yep. creating bumps on your on your palate or on your mouth. Yep. Um, this is real. It's. I want more hop floral notes in this though. That's good. I don't want it to be like I don't need it to be super pungent. It's got a decent amount of bitterness in this, but this is a really like. I don't know that I could say with absolute certainty that I could point this out as a as a double IPA. Is it considered a double? No, it's just I just did IPA, a single IPA. But even still, I don't know if I could identify it as as an IPA. No, I would I would definitely call this uh, like a pale. Uh, I would reach out. This is um, now that that being said, I I really really like it. But I just think if we're talking about an IPA, I want more nose out of this, and I would like some more bittering. Yeah, hop in it as opposed it's, to this toasty dryness. It's telling thing. me it's 65 IBUs. Just to put that into perspective, that's very similar to Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. Yeah. Yes. And this is nothing close to that. It says notes of tropic resin, tangerine, evergreen, fill your chalice, fill it wide, then pass it upon the left hand. Ha ha ha. <laughs> the reggae part of it. They gotcha. But uh, I don't get a lot of like resin and no. sticky hop or any of that kind of stuff. I just don't. I, don't even, I, don't, I miss the tangerine and citrus on it as well. I wonder if this is. This was bottled on 8 14 17. So we're literally four and a half months. Right. We're it's probably past its prime. That having been said, it's not unpleasant. <laughs> I think it's I just don't think this is a great representation of this beer. No, it, it it and that's you know, that's probably a good lesson too as far as code dates go. You know, when you after ninety days, you know, sixty days in most cases, you're gonna start losing ridiculousness of, of the the hop. Yeah. Right, the sharpness, the bitterness, what they what the brewer intended to taste like. Fresh beer is an amazing thing. Yes. You know, it's it's like anything else you get, you know, a fresh loaf of bread, um, you know, a really, really, you know, fresh seafood and, and all of those things. There's certain qualities with that, and, and, and this beer is not fresh, so no fault of them. It's one of those things, and it probably, you know, in transport down didn't do itself any justice either. Right. Um. Whatever. Um, I bet you I'd like to try this thing if we can find it fresh. I want to say I've seen this at Whole Foods, so I'm thinking we could probably buy it, get a fresh one. We'll try it again. Whole we'll, Foods. We'll, we'll revisit. For your food hole. <laughs> Thank nice. you, Doug Benson. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we will to be determined later, you reggae scum. So we, I think we have one more to kind of close that out, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, next up in our hot little hands. Um, we got a little, little number here for postdoc brewing. Um, before we get into this, this is an, a, a category that we've haven't really tackled here on the sports meets beer podcast. Uh, and that's the hazy IPA. Yeah. What the shit? <laughs> uh, well, hazy, you know, hazy IPAs is, is, you know, what's known as a, you know, new England IPA or East coast IPA. Um, you know what they the design of that is obviously for them to get fresh hops from the pack. You know, you're looking at ninety percent of your hop American hops that are purchased are coming from the pack Northwest. For them to ship out in these some of these cold regions, and this I mean this actually kind of 
correlates to how we've talked about fresh food and the, the availability of getting fresh ingredients, quality ingredients for menu development in, in the East Coast is very difficult. If you deal with a lot of brutal weather, you know, yeah. brutal colds, you can't really grow uh, the, the, the same thing you can out here. Um, so I think what they've done is they've essentially want to do the exact opposite of what's on the West Coast. They want to create their own style. And they were tired of hearing about how good Pliny was and how good Ballast Point was and all these IPAs. Quite honestly, I mean, you've got a, a region, an area that thinks Yingling is the best craft beer in the world. I think Yingling's terrible. Yingling is, yeah. But it's a cult favorite out there. It is the l- number one craft brand in, on the East Coast. That's so funny. Up and down the Eastern Seaboard. So you have that beer as a representation of the, what their palates are. It's, you know, quite honestly, and even this even comes from from Carl, who's out there. He's, you know, he's like, West Coast does it right. East Coast is just trying to copy. That's all it is. He actually said that? Yeah. Amazing. Um, I, you know, so far I have not met a hazy IPA that I like. Uh, me neither, man. It's, they're a very unstable beer. We just addressed that with the Double Mountain. It had too long of a shelf life, or it, had, it was on the shelf too long. Yeah. The hazy IPAs do not last that long. They have, they are very, very fragile. Um, anything that you're going to get above, you know, 65, 70 degrees is going to have a lot of times you have secondary fermentation take place within a keg or a case, um, which can create off flavors, off carbonation levels, and even cause the can or bottle to explode. So, this is, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, the label I thought was hideous on this thing. You'll be able to see it on our Instagram. Make sure you check it out. Sports Meets Beer on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the whole deal. The label of this is horrible. It's brutal. It's the wording is funny. It's got its thing, but right, it, fine. Um, yeah, this is there. This is for Chuck's sake. Um, hazy IPA brewed with a metric chuck ton of hops. So, um. This is interesting. I don't hate it. I don't hate this beer. Um, this this reminds me of kind of a pyramid hef look to it, right? You've got this real, uh, you know, un, almost foggy like liquid uh, that's in the glass. It, you know, it's it looks really light. It looks blonde in in color. Yeah. You know, with these hazy IPAs, you, you know, this is speaking of the malt forward. IPAs, right? That's what yep. the East Coast IPA usually is. It's more malty than hoppy. This delivers on the malt for sure. Um, it uh, it's a little a little bready, a little cereally, but not a lot. You you know you don't. I don't get a lot of distinct flavors out of this. Um, you know the 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 taste and mouthfeel. It, it, it's got an interesting citrus to it, um, almost like orange juice to me. It's uh, they're just with these hazies, man. There's just something about it, like the mouthfeel part of that, I just can't get around. It, it feels like a mismatch. And that is that because it's just because we're so used to these. I, like I think that's what it's. It's what we're you know we're we're we've adapted to quality, hoppy, resiny, danky beers from the west coast that that's to our expectation of what an ipa would stand up and be 
when you see you chase something a little different. I mean, I can see this would be a great, this is a great starter IPA for folks. Um, and I'm trying to simplify the category, but it's one of those things where you're not getting over beat over the head with any distinct flavor. It's very muddled throughout the process. The aroma isn't strong. The flavor isn't strong. The mouthfeel is a little off. The finish is a little a little bland. It's just it's not very complex. It's not very balanced. It does deliver on certain things, but those are the things. It's the it's the balance and the complexity of a beer for me that makes it special. This is not special. It's not it's passable. And if you want to try a hazy IPA, this might be one of the better ones to try. I haven't tried a ton, but I just I'm I'm unimpressed with the category. It's like a the amount of fruit and citrus in this and the mouthfeel of it, it makes it drink like when you open up like a Kern's nectar. Like something like oh. that, just how rich it is. Yeah. You know, like And it's got similar viscosity to be perfectly honest. Yeah, that, exactly. That, that, the haziness I feel adds an unnecessary amount of thickness to the beer. And so I can't I don't know if I'm in a position to be able to say that that's this beer or if that's hazy IPAs in general. I don't I think this beer is probably a good representation of the style. I just don't think I like the style. I would have to agree with you. Which is a bummer because I think we have like a cooler full of these fucking unfiltered guys. <laughs> these hazy IPAs <laughs> that we gotta taste over the next few weeks. Um, you know, we'll we'll taste them, we'll be as as uh, honest as we can, but if it's a category that we just don't like I mean, like we talked earlier, like having a hoppy blonde, right? A hoppy blonde is is not always going to be a palate winner. Um, it's not my favorite category. No, neither is you know American hefts anymore. There's a lot of categories that are are falling off, and this one might fall off quicker. I I don't see this as a, a catching on on the West Coast. Do you see this as like hefeweizens and like you know the the wit beers, the blue moons? Do you see this catching on or like holding on like at a place where those aren't holding on quite as tightly as they used to? You know, for the longest time, the Hefts and Whitbeers were kind of, I mean, Blue Moon's still wildly popular. I don't want to give that impression, but like. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's you know, I, in especially in this area, you can tell what's what's remaining popular by uh, well, the ad activity going on at Safeway, right? Safeway's desperately trying to grab beer dollars. Yeah. Um, so for them, they have Blue Moon on ad all the time. On and it's got display space all the time. It doesn't. So it just dictates that they've they've got a lot invested in that brand. They want to see it succeed, and they, it's still selling, it's still relevant. It's interesting. You, you know, do you think like this would be like the gateway from somebody who likes Blue Moons to moving into IPAs? For sure. Like I said earlier, this is a great starter beer. This is a great, you know, from from I guarantee you know you get some, you know, some college kids on the East Coast who don't haven't really experienced West Coast fresh West Coast beer. This is what they're going to know. This is it's an easy transition beer. Right? Yeah. Um this is, you know, like I said, I'm unimpressed with the category. I've yet to see a hazy IPA that's going to wow me. So, you know, I'm I'm up to that challenge. I'm going to find one. <laughs> so, how much how much of this IPA would Chuck Chuck if would Chuck could Chuck Chuck would Chuck to my IPA. If I drank too much of these, I would definitely Chuck. Uh, yeah, I think if I drink any more of this, I might. But that just might have to do with how much pizza and beer I've had since before we got to this point. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Oh, God. All right. Well, let's uh, let's close that one up. Night. Just the uh, post-doc brewing. Swing and a miss, I think, unfortunately. Man, I... I... Ah, what are you going to do? Huh? We can't all be winners, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> 
got to have a couple fours to appreciate a seven. Right. <laughs> right. All right, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>